0: giddy up we're back for another podcast and uh we got ooh, we got a special special occasion today <laughs> we have um one of our beloved friends todd here with us thank you todd for coming well, my pleasure so we got todd jim the captain we got scott we got a full house except for uh we're missing kevin who's away on Flor- in florida florida having a good time god bless him so anyway how was your week week well, was good yeah. Anything special? It's only been Monday, but... It's, uh, it's <laughs> last week. Last, last week. week. Oh, you didn't have COVID. I didn't have COVID. now.
1: But... <laughs> well, cool. Did you have it before? No. He was no. exposed. Oh, yeah, yeah. you were
2: exposed, but you never did get it. Never did. Yeah. I just planned it safe.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't want to come and... I mean, I know Mike says show up, but I was just... Uh, I just made the call and said, I'm just going to stay home. I just feel bad. If I can't remember when <laughs> somebody got sick.
2: Yeah. And at our age... <laughs> <laughs>
1: But now I, I, I feel good. I don't, I mean, I'm sure we've been,
2: all of us have been exposed to it for a good bit, but.
1: Oh, yeah. I, uh, I've
2: never gotten it. Should be me. Oh, you never had it? I've never gotten it. Wow. Well then, you're due. <laughs> <laughs> you never got it?
1: Never. Oh. No. No. Adrian and Will and Dwayne got it bad, but I've never gotten it.
2: I got it, but it wasn't bad. I mean, I had, well, I had little sniffles I couldn't smell, hmm. but I had no other symptoms, zero. It was better in three days. It has gone. And all I was was a little, little stuffy head and I couldn't smell anything. Everything smelled like bleach. And that was the clue that I had it.
1: How long did it take when it came back?
2: Three but three days. And it was, I've had worse everything. It was nothing. Cool.
1: Yeah. I didn't, I know that my nephew had it and he said the same thing. It was the smell and it took him a while for it to come back. Yeah. But three days, that's...
2: Three, three days, I was, I could have, if I didn't know, and if this wasn't going on, and I didn't test, I would have been walking around like normal and would have done anything that I would normally do because it didn't do anything to me, and I would have been out there, no problem. But other people, knock them on the ass, and you don't know what it's going to do. You need a booster. You need, need, <laughs> like, you need a couple yeah. of boosters. I need a third booster.
1: But that is crazy, though, how it that affect your, that affects your smell, and that was it.
2: Well, that you know of, I was asking my wife if she had been cleaning the the house with bleach. No, because I was like, I say, like, are you cleaning the house with bleach? I mean, the, the toilets and I, I didn't see anything, and she's like, I don't clean with bleach. I use other products, but I don't use bleach. But everything I was smelling bleach. I guess if you're cleaning with bleach. And you're exposed to it and you're in a closed location with bleach. And then you leave the room and, and then and you take a deep breath and you get that big bleach smell. Or if you're at a pool and they're using a lot of bleach and you and you get out of the pool and you take a deep breath and it's like you feel that bleach. That's what it smelled like to me. Everything smelled like that. And then I kept saying that and my daughter looked at me and she's like, Dad, go take a COVID test. I was like, why? I had no other symptoms other than I was a little stuffy, but everything was bleach. And I was like... Hmm, she might be onto something, and I did instantly positive. I was like, <laughs> bullshit, absolute bullshit. So I took a second test of a different manufacturer, hundred percent positive instantly again. I'm like, well, son of a. <laughs> At least you had smell. You didn't lose it. No, no, I, 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 I smelled bleach, but I couldn't smell anything else. I oh, couldn't smell anything. Else. Yeah. Oh. oh, did you guys have it? I had it twice. That's right. It
3: was very you scary. I don't know. Ninety-nine point nine nine seven
2: percent. I had the chance virus. of living. I had 99, 99%, uh, uh, ninety-nine, ninety-nine percent.
0: Um, ninety-nine
3: point nine nine seven nine percent chance of living. I was horrified. Yes, it, you
0: were. You were. Yeah. <laughs> it was very did you scary. Josh, did you have it? Yeah. Okay. So I guess everybody's okay, except for maybe the captain. Anyway, well, we're glad you're here, Scott. Thank you. Glad you didn't get it. It's a big week for the Orioles. We have an avid Dodger fan in the house, but but the Orioles had a good week. I'm an Orioles fan. That's true. You are. That's true. So, um, new owners. There you go.
3: Got my Orioles gear on tonight. Do you really?
0: On. Yeah, he's rocking the gear. I'm, I'm kind of... rocking the loser gear. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, Corbin Burns from Milwaukee?
3: Milwaukee.
0: Yeah. Cy Young winner. So, hey, that's kind of good. We were all waiting to see if they were going to get
3: a pitcher. The timing was strange with the uh, announcement mm-hmm. of the sale. and It was good. Oh, you're
4: right. You're it was right. Orioles fans hope. Yeah, the, the payroll's finally up to
2: what um, Shohei's interpreters.
3: <laughs> i pretty payroll? sure yeah, it's the Dodgers yeah. double A. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. so they, they're pulling away from the Brewers. <laughs> yeah. So you think the rotation's pretty much filled up? Oh, it's solid. Okay. I keep waiting for somebody to get hurt. <laughs> well, that'll happen. Spring yeah. training. Well, means well, that means to every team means yeah. won't make it
4: halfway through the season. I can tell you that now. Yeah, yeah but ready. he's like that. what? He's a five or six. Yeah, he's a
2: six. He's a did he have? Did he have Tommy John surgery? hmm
0: Yeah. How many are lefties? Is it just means? Just, just means. Mm-hmm. They're all righties. Hmm. They're hmm. some lefties. Anyway, it was good to see. I think this, the fans will be a little bit happier. We keep waiting. We keep waiting for them to get pitchers. Yeah. Got to, Finally. Pay, got to pay a play. They're, so doing, ast-
4: they're doing the Astros model. They might have to go to a game. Build the position players and buy the pitchers. Yep. Grow your positions. And
2: yeah. Deal yeah. the signs from center field.
4: And that too.
3: Bang a trash can. Bang it, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Mean, Plenty of <laughs> trash can. Whatever <Remember> it <laughs> takes. <Blow jump>! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, anyway, so it was a good week for the O's. Um, trying to stay away from a little bit of the politics, but there were some big things that happened as far as the uh, border bill, or that's happening, I should say. Didn't happen. Yeah. And I don't know if it is going to happen. I don't
4: know if it is going to happen, but did you read details of it? But. It's interesting that they are talking about they're going to limit the number of illegals that come over, right? Yeah, so they're going to shut yeah. down the borders once the number of illegals reaches a certain amount. That just fundamentally tell them toggles the, my mind. Tell them
2: the amount. <laughs> it's five thousand. It was say. a five, 5 thousand, right? Yeah, five thousand. Yeah. Once it a reaches day. a certain amount, very long.
4: Well, what's the cut? We'll let the illegals come in until it hits a certain point,
0: yeah. and then you know Is hey, it we're a, cutting it a off. Total number or a per day number? Per day. It's per a per day five thousand day a day?
2: Then they shut it down. Oh, oh! They should have definitely said just that the language and, <laughs> and that philosophy
4: just blows me away. Okay,
3: unless blows they claim Lord. asylum, unless number five thousand and one <laughs>
2: claims asylum, yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but it's going to be okay. It doesn't say how many terrorists they can let in. That's unlimited. Yeah, that doesn't say anything about terrorists. Yeah,
4: there's no limit there.
2: Yeah, no threshold.
1: And then what, what was the thing they said? It's like the last forty days. It's been over, way over five thousand every day. Oh, yeah. I think it was two days that it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, they said like two days it didn't fit.
2: That's only because because most of them got away, they were got away, so they didn't count in the numbers. Yeah, these, again, these are just the ones they are in contact. They're just the ones they're catching. Correct.
4: That's like having a store and like saying, (laughs) we're going (laughs) to let 100 shoplifters go, but 101, well, we're we're cracking down. It just makes zero sense. That's
2: exactly what it's And then start it all over again the next day. And then start, yeah, start hearing. Yeah.
3: (laughs) If yeah. only they'd give Biden yeah. that bill to make another
0: <laughs> law to <laughs> the border. Right. Give it, it all power. be fixed.
2: Give me the it power. it all be fixed. Give me the power.
0: Yeah, right. Mm. Well, the, what I was hearing was that it seemed like it was going to pass. But now I just, I don't know what's going on now. But it's got to pass the, it hasn't passed the Senate. It hasn't even made it to the floor for a vote yet. But it, it's apparently going to go to the floor for a vote. But it did pass the House?
2: No, no, no. The mm-hmm. House, it hasn't even gone to the House. It has to pass the Senate first because it's coming out of the Senate. The bill's coming, okay, out, yeah, of the coming out of the Senate. It goes, right. it goes, it goes yeah. to the House, and the House, I'd say Speaker Johnson said he w- won't, it won't even come up for vote. He won't even make it to the floor. All right.
0: That's all I needed to hear. Even,
4: even if it passed, you know, even if extraordinarily passed the House and Biden signs it, I mean, it's still fodder for Trump. I mean, oh, it, it's, yeah. just, it's just, it's just—it's still, a soft, it's still
2: a softball. Right. I mm. mean, so, yeah. It's, He's screwed either way. If he doesn't do anything, if nothing happens, right, we, they can still hang this albatross around his neck that he created by Title 42, cut it, killing it right away, remain in Mexico, you know, that type stuff. All that stuff he did day one and shut and and everything that Trump did, he reversed. He's going to hang that around his neck, so... If they don't do anything, he's screwed. If they do something and it's it's still bad, it, he's screwed. It doesn't really matter. And they tie everything to funding to a to award that nobody wants. It's just bad politics all the way around. He's
0: he's just screwed. Well, he canceled the Super Bowl interview. Did you get well, that? It's because he was gonna go you know? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Three questions. Yeah. Three questions. Yeah.
2: For the second second time, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah that's right. Yeah. Did last year too. Well, I, I think they're preparing for another basement campaign. Or something similar. And why not? It worked last time.
2: Yeah, but it worked last time, but because he doesn't have, now he's got a record to to run on and he's, Mm -hmm. you know, he can't run on his record. So that's the basement campaign isn't going to work. I'm better than him isn't going to work because no, we're actually, you're not, we just saw what you did for four years.
0: Yeah. Well, they have the, um, I saw Nikki Haley before I came uh, over here. And um, she's like, I ain't going nowhere now. They all say that. Yeah, she is. They all say that, but <laughs> I have a feeling after South Carolina, she's out.
2: Yeah, well, but we got Nevada might,
0: first. She
2: could stick yeah. around until Super Tuesday, but I mean, it's, right. it's, if she doesn't win her home state and she gets beat by you know twenty points, who's going to fund her campaign at that point? Throwing right. money down it the hole,
0: yeah. Unless she's in there just to be a spoiler. Well,
2: wow. <laughs> <laughs> all, all she can say is, "Oh, Trump beats him by five points, but I'd beat him by nine. Okay,
0: and. Well, she was saying, um, "How could he win? How could he beat Biden if he's got all these legal expenses?" That was her big argument. Legal expenses. And I was like, "Well, the same way he's been beating you. The same way he beat DeSantis. You know, he, he's got money. Yeah. The guy's yeah. got the money."
3: What if the election were today? Trump, Biden. Who would win? If you go oh, by the right polls now, today?
2: Oh, Trump would Trump. destroy him. But the mm-hmm. problem is, there's nine months to go, and then I
3: totally disagree. Well, I, really? I no, but why? Absolutely why destroy because. Him? Because of Barack Obama's second, yeah. you know, second time he won,
0: and the last election,
3: 2020.
0: Okay, okay. You're saying all things equal as far as how the, camp, how the elections run? Yeah, you might have a point. It's not going to be legit. Well, I know that, but I'm hoping What have they, what have they done
3: to fix the problems? What is the Republican Party? Not what have the GOP They're done? They've done nothing to fix the election
2: problems, but they can't fix it. There's nothing, there's no way to fix it. You can't put that genie back in the bottle, the early voting, the ballot harvesting, all that stuff, all those laws that they changed and made legal that they can do. Now we have to do the same thing. We can't so what's just say the answer, Republicans. Well, the answer is we have to do the That's same what thing basically. Well, we have to, well, we (laughs) have, we have to vote. We have to vote early. If if wherever it's, wherever it's legal to vote early, vote early. We can't wait for Republicans to vote on election day. It's election day. Well, now it's election month or two, whenever, whatever state you live in, if they allow you to vote early, go vote early. And then from that day on, go out and grab, go out and harvest the ballots, go out and get the votes, go out and get the ballots, stuff the ballots, mark the ballots, do whatever you got to do. You bring people to the polls, do whatever you need to do, but you got to go out and run after you got to chase after those ballots and that's what they did go to the older folks homes go to the hospices go to wherever you got to go get the ballots and that's what they do when they do that in the big blue cities we got to do it we have to have a grassroots campaign we got to have a lot of a lot of foot you know people on the ground to go collect those ballots like they did because we're never going to be able to compete because they've they've changed the rules we don't have covid to blame one anymore blame it all on to change all those rules but, they, but the rules haven't gone back to the way they were. So if if we're playing by the same rules as the COVID rules, then we ain't going to win unless we do the same thing. So they've got to change the strategy. they got to play the game the same way they're playing it.
0: The Here's the thing, too. Last time, they were either like dead even or, or one was just a point or two up, especially in the swing states. Whereas this, right now at least, trumps up three, four, five points well, in every on the swing ball. state. And what well, day. yeah, I mean, yeah. same polls, but.
2: Most of them have them up on average at least five points in some of the bigger states.
0: So where, they got to overcome and, and that.
2: And three, and three, and three points on three points is where they're calling it a tie because it's within the margin there. Right. And that's the only one that was in, was, was I believe, Pennsylvania.
0: Pennsylvania.
2: And Wisconsin, points. maybe. But But Georgia, he's up by like nine points. North Carolina, 10. Arizona is fairly close, like four or five. So I agree with Michi- it it still Michigan. Happen, but they got a lot more to overcome. Michigan. That's Michigan, he's even, <laughs> he's even winning. The UAW, the union, the United Auto Workers Union, they obviously, they backed Biden, but the rank and file said, no, they're backing Trump because of
0: that EV push.
2: Setting right, their right. jobs overseas and killing them.
0: Don't believe the polls.
2: Yeah, it's all propaganda. Don't
0: believe them. Well, I don't believe them. But all it's the same it- polls as last time. I no, swear. I just know when the pollers call me,
2: if you, I don't know if you've ever
0: been called.
4: I'll I'll say great, great. exactly the opposite. opposite of everything that I want to vote for. That's great, and I don't even care, right? Skew the polls, yeah, right? No, so, I think and I great. know I'm
2: not alone. Well, the polls are. Why are they calling you terrible. in Maryland? That's a your, actually your vote doesn't count.
4: Actually, they've never called me in Maryland. It's the, the previous state I lived <laughs> in. They, they call oh, in me. Hawaii.
2: Yeah. Well, why again? Why would they call you in Hawaii? We know where it's going. Oh. It's going blue. I don't know. That's a that's a wasted money poll. No.
1: But I think, uh, Jim, I think you're right. The one thing that I believe favors Trump in all this is now Biden has history that we can go off of. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's in my, I don't, I'm not very an expert at this, but you're right. He has history now that you can pull off. Of. Before he didn't. And we're still living it.
2: And <laughs> mm-hmm. we're in the middle of his history. We're living it.
3: One of the biggest indicators for presidency is the stock market, though.
2: It didn't work out for Trump last time. And his, he also and had it, COVID. And it, and it was also, the, it was also, yeah. it was banging that was, on Trump. It was
3: kind of unprecedented. They had COVID and they hated him so much. I've never seen someone that can energize the left like Trump can.
0: Well, here's the thing too. Well, okay, it, let's say there was no COVID. had
2: the media to help energize. It's not just the people. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. If there had been no COVID, would Trump have won? Yes. So now we're not dealing with it. So now what? <laughs> Stand by for the next. There bit. will be <laughs> something else. I something's, going, right. something's,
2: something's coming. Something's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Don't. <laughs> I just want
3: you guys setting yourself up. <laughs> no, we're <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> me.
2: I'm ready for disappointment. <laughs> I'm ready. Hey, you're talking to Ravens fans. We can handle it. We can handle it. And, we, and, and we've and we had the Orioles for how long now with Under Angelos? We can handle disappointment. So speaking of Ravens,
4: did you hear the news today? No. No. They just hired a game manager. Oh. I'm sorry. What? Oh. A game manager?
1: Who did that?
4: The Ravens did. But who's? And in what's the? Of that? Not Brock. Brock Purdy. We're talking <laughs> no. on the coaching side. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Coaching game manager. Believe that? But what isn't is that? It? Isn't that? Isn't that
0: the head coach? Isn't that
4: the role <laughs> of a head coach? Yeah. Exactly. Well, at least you can blame it on somebody else. Well,
3: maybe. I don't even know. Is that what? really the role of the head coach? Though the head coach in the NFL is. In any pro sports, I think a head coach's main focus is dealing with personalities and making it all mesh.
2: Okay, okay. he's a leader during the game. Uh, rah rah! He's the, he has to be a rah a, rah. Yeah, rah yeah, but guy. Well, the game? For, I would agree during practices and all that, and yeah, all that. But during the game, he's the one that does it. I'm not saying he's not the one that doesn't
3: screw it up for them. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I, I don't think that's <laughs> I don't think that's the main that should be the main focus for a head coach.
0: So is no, that a I, general manager hire, or is that that's not a? Well, what job? is the manager's job? What have they said? What is game manager? To, I'm trying to find the. No, a, it's a it's game manager. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's a, like a, a clock, game or a, a clock, clock. A, a clock You
3: know, it's probably going to be somebody that is very statistically led in mm-hmm. what they're recommending. You know, hey, this has an eight. Right. Right. Point five out of ten. Or well, six. let's
0: let's apply it to the last Raven game. Sounds like Bidenomics. Well, they went <laughs> in there, I mean. I'm assuming the game plan was, we're not going to (laughs) run. We're we're going to pass, pass, pass. (laughs) So whose fault is that? It's got to be the head coach.
3: You know? Something like that is also part of the flow of the game. And they got behind. You're right.
0: You start playing from behind. (laughs) But in the second quarter, you're only down 17 or 10 at the half. I don't know. I just can't. What do I know? What do I know? (laughs) I can't believe you didn't have somebody like that already.
2: They probably do. Yeah. He, he probably doesn't have the enough authority yeah, to do change other teams anything. Uh, do other teams well, have them? I don't know. I've never heard that <laughs>
3: title. I've never heard <laughs> of it in anybody but the quarterback.
1: I'm just like, a game, right, game right, manager. manager. <laughs> no, I mean, I... Well, we could give it to... I mean, that's true. You know. I mean, a game manager.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> still working on his essays, that he I don't know That normally falls a.
1: on the quarterback.
2: But Do they already hire one? S- or can we apply?
1: <laughs>
2: uh,
3: do you have a stopwatch on your phone? And, oh, by the You're way, th- this is a name that right you would room. recognize
4: when I
1: find it. <laughs> this is what I wanted do here, Todd. <laughs> this is exactly why. Who hires that? Is that the general manager? I would think so. I mean, obviously, you don't think it would be Harbaugh. I mean, he... Yeah, whose idea was it? Well, that's what I'm saying. Who has the authority or... God, I see that. Is it the general manager? It has to be the general manager. I mean, it, I would think so. I don't, I'm sure Harbaugh probably wasn't too thrilled. Who is our general who? manager?
0: And
4: DaCosta? That? DaCosta. Oh, that's right. And DaCosta and um, Harbaugh's backyards bump up to each other. So
0: mm, I don't mm. think. Okay. You know. So it was probably a joint decision.
4: Yeah, in many ways. <laughs> I'm
2: going to hire their cousin.
4: <laughs> now, oh, here think, we go. <laughs> here was, we go. Uh, Baltimore Ravens hiring longtime NFL assistant coach for game management role. And you know, let me pull it up.
0: Longtime assistant coach.
4: Yeah. Jerry Rossberg is a name you should know. I recognize the name. He was a special teams coach in Baltimore from 2018 or 2008 to 2018. And he served as Denver's interim head coach in 2022. So this is no, no this I, isn't like a water boy staying no. on the sideline. No. no. You know, whispering well, in Arbol's ear. This is another, like, head, it's head kind coach. Of,
0: right. Yeah. It's craziness. Assistant to the assistant. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would still have rather seen Billichek on the side with <laughs> a stopwatch in his hand.
2: <laughs> hey, you got 15 minutes in this quarter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> try to get it in the end zone 14. <laughs> yeah we were talking about it last week but it's true I You mean, should probably <laughs> run a couple balls you would think i mean that the panic wouldn't set in before the second half when you're only down by 10 that's that's what i was thinking but i wasn't panicking so you're I was thinking, thinking if they
3: did what they did the whole year and went into, yes. the, into the game yeah, as the I know, number one crazy. ranked team. <laughs> you think they should have stuck with what they did all year? You're insane. It's Stop so, it. I am. I'm crazy.
0: <laughs> That's what I said. What do I know? I know Stop nothing. the crazy talk. I'm not the coach. Anyway.
1: Probably could be the game manager. You know.
0: Hmm. I want to see in action. I want to see what happens when the game manager wants to do something that Harbaugh does not. Who wins? Harbaugh just throws the red flag and says, I challenge that decision to
2: run the ball. <laughs> I want to pass.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it was crazy to me that the coordinator had such an unbelievable couple games there. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so do you believe that was his game plan? I
4: don't. I think it was hard. Hell no. This exact same thing happened in 2019, the exact same thing in the playoff game, exact same thing. Wow.
0: So and, do you think And, and what's was, the
4: common denominator? Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, I, no, well, I'm, <laughs> Taylor Swift was around. They got the Swift effect. But
1: but that's Swift. what I'm saying. I, I the coordinator, he I mean, we were on a roll. And again, I And everybody was healthy. I, I just don't know. I think a lot of people were saying, why didn't Harbaugh say,
2: let's run the ball more? Yeah. Maybe he was <laughs> the one that switched it to the run or to the pass and got rid of all the runs. So overriding, overriding the yeah. offensive coordinator. Uh, I'm, head coach is
0: head coach. That's all I say. I know the but, the Bucks. the buck should, buck stops to head, head coach.
4: coach. Bucks got to stop there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. You don't like what the coordinator's doing. Hire.
4: You step in. You tell him to change it. Right.
2: If a yeah, yeah, game plan comes why to you like that, change, it's like, why? I'm mm. thinking. I'm thinking
4: that
0: he did change
2: it. Yeah, he could. Well, he could say, "Hey, you know, we need Andrew's back." Yeah, and they didn't use him.
0: Didn't use him. Well, they tried. They forced it. OBJ they caught a triple I think OBJ coverage.
2: caught a pass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> triple coverage. Two of them once.
1: Well, now there's just there's going to be another, another person that has to go through to make, decide what we're going to call. I just, I just can't see it. And, and again, I'm not, I'm no football guru by no means, but I just can't see that the OC didn't continue to do what he was doing and having such success with that.
3: He was probably pulling his hair I out. I think it's safe to say if if that was the offensive coordinator that did that, he he'd, would be fired. he'd be gone.
0: would exactly. he would have been a
3: perfect scapegoat. Yep. Okay. So Fair. it didn't it didn't come from
0: T-Shirt. Right. I, I agree with you. Because
2: because Bashotti would have he would have been fired before yeah. the before the I, end I of the game. Yeah. As they were losing, he'd yeah. have been gone.
3: And not to mention there was no pause from the coach, which none. In the interview after the game, said it was the flow of the game. They got they got caught up in the flow. Got behind.
2: he yeah, said something like it was that wasn't that type of game. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why they need a game manager now.
4: <laughs> <so they don't
2: laughs>
0: get what do you mean it we wasn't cannot... that
2: type of game? It wasn't that type of game that you <laughs> wanted to win. I don't understand. Yeah. It wasn't that type of game. What do you, what the hell does that mean?
0: Um but anyway, didn't want to get too deep in those weeds. But um one of the things that I was hearing about, I guess I've been well, it's been for weeks now. I've been hearing about it, but and reading about it and listening about it, but it was, you know, we didn't even touch on it, but the whole economy thing and how it's it's been, I would say even predicted for, for a couple of years now that, you know, there's these like, really it's like false numbers. You know, people say, oh, the economy's recovering or we're coming back from COVID. And I don't know, I've always had the feeling, I don't know if you guys had the same thing, but I always think, no, we are not back. Some things have recovered. Obviously, we're all out and about and doing our thing, but I drive around and I see shuttered doors. over businesses, you know. I don't know how many big businesses have left our, our um, town here, but a lot, a lot have. And so, one of the things that it was worried, I was worried about, and now I'm starting to see it again with these. I don't know. Did you guys hear about the layoffs? There was like a lot of big layoffs. Twelve thousand at the UPS. Yeah, UPS lost twelve thousand. A lot of the auto workers are losing them. And it, Ironically, this is happening right after they've all signed, not all, but many of them have signed large new contracts with the Teamsters or oh, yeah. the union. Yeah, and you're making $70 an hour, is, Yeah, going to have to cut some people. And I just keep following it. I keep following the, the, you know, down the rabbit hole. And I'm thinking, what are guys and ladies going to be doing for jobs in the near future? Most of us, I guess all of us are over 50. So... You know, we're coming either to the end of our careers or a second career or whatever. But a lot of these guys, you know, that are in their 30s, 40s, 20s, they got to decide what they're going to be doing in the future. And are these jobs even going to be around anymore? And what do you say to a guy who really doesn't know what he wants to do right now? Are, are we telling people, yeah, you go back to the same old story, you know, go get your degree, then go get a company and you put in 30, 40 years and then retire or go learn a trade which I tend to lean towards. Jimmy feels the same way, but.
2: Unless it's in a STEM program where you have, uh, you know, you're going to get a degree in something that requires that degree. Yeah. It's everything else is, is
0: useless.
4: I'd take it even further. And and I think Todd and I were talking about this Sunday, right. About AI taking Mm -hmm. over, you know, how many jobs? I mean, buku millions of jobs. And so, you know, if, if I'm, Giving advice to people, it's it you know, make sure that whatever you're getting into is something that AI could just couldn't just do for you know, well in your place programming. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, get in that, but I mean, it, it gets into the trades. I mean, AI is yeah. not going to come fix your
0: toilet, uh-huh. right? That, not for this, a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, maybe.
4: Yeah, exactly.
0: I saw. Did you guys see the robot that was like um, harvesting the like wheat or whatever it was with a sickle? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it was. What was he cutting? Uh, wheat. I believe it was I believe wheat. I believe it was wheat. Yeah, it was amazing. It was Rather scary. than a combine,
4: they had a robot with a sickle.
0: Yeah. One guy, one one well, robot versus a the combine. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad the robot <laughs> well, was white. Well, I don't know what he was like. Who does that for a living? Do they actually still do that? Uh, I think in some third world countries they do when they can't afford a two
2: hundred fifty thousand dollar Maybe combine. That's what it is, yeah,
0: right? yeah. <laughs> he literally went. He cut it, stack it, cut it, stack it. Yeah. so fast. Yeah. Combines. I was like, holy moly!
2: Didn't cut his leg off. Combines are way
3: more expensive than that
2: now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah. I'm showing my 1980s
0: stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the question is: okay, there are people who want to go out and start new ventures. There are, you know, there are people who are just they're afraid to make a move. Um, we've talked about that. I had this conversation with Scott a month or two ago. Actually, no, it's further back. But there is a a movement towards. These solopreneurs, you know, which is kind of like an entrepreneur, but only, you know, instead of starting a big like a big company, they're just doing it on their own, whether it be computer work or internet work, whatever. And a lot of people are doing okay with doing that. But there's a lot of people that don't know how to do that. That sounds like a dream to me. I have employees. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. Solopreneur. Actually. I'm in. Because and I wanted to come back to that. And I was actually I was hoping Kevin would be here for that conversation, but how many of us have actually owned a business? I know you have. That doesn't count. Yeah, it counts. You have. So four out of the five of us have. Now, comparatively speaking, you've had it. How long? How long have you been doing it? Ten lives? years. Ten years? So how did you get into that? I mean, did you just decide, hey, I want to no, start a business? I, or? I just, right place, right time. Okay. It was
3: one of my accounts. and Oh, okay. Came friends with a guy and decided... He said, I need to come there. Yeah. I went and tried looked, figure out why, and he was
0: right. So were you working for a corporation or? No,
3: uh, like a medium-sized company,
0: okay. $120 million in sales company. Okay. All right. So, okay, well, that, you might have already answered the question, but for anybody who's thinking about doing that, what's the biggest challenge of actually owning the business? Is it employees? you said? Yeah. Not even close. Really? By far. Okay.
3: But is it just turnover or? um, Well, uh, you know, this is coming from a business where it's an auto repair and tire store. So my hiring pool isn't professional degree carrying people. uh, To be a
0: tire guy. But they need jobs,
3: right? Yeah. I mean. It's hard work. Right. You probably don't have a whole lot of other options to make the money.
1: Would that fall into a trade though?
3: Huh? Yeah, technically, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a skilled
1: trade. And, and yeah.
0: mechanics. You have mechanics too, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I I think it goes back to what Jimmy was saying, but trades. I mean, I'm so a so car if I had I'm carpenter by trade, so mine was just a rent, you know, remodeling company. Is that, that's right. I only that's had right. one employee, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like it's – it was basically well, just me. Well,
0: and you're right. I mean, look, there's all different sizes of business here. We, we could talk 5,000 employees versus one or zero, you know, but there are still some things that you got to – Keep in mind, if you're going to go into your own business and you, you were basically invited into yours, I guess. So that's cool. Did you just decide on your own to just start one? Yeah. Oh, so what we were saying is that with all the different sizes of the companies that are out there, there is a lot of differences, but there are also some similarities when you decide to go into business. So I was wondering what kind of triggered you going into your business other than and it sounds like, okay, you were invited in. Hmm.
1: Well, it was a need. He was feeling a need that, that, sure. I, that I feel that we're talking about that, that might not be a bad idea going into the trades. Mine
3: was actually an escape plan for one of the guys. Really? I was his exit plan, yeah.
4: But you were working in that industry. So it was, uh, yeah. you know, you, you spent a lot of time in that industry and it was the next logical step to do your own thing, right? I knew half of it very well. Right. I knew the
0: tire side. Sure.
4: But Did not, you have the, to
0: think about it a lot or um, like for a long time? You know, it was,
3: it was just the perfect storm. My company was from, they'd been family owned since 1919. And about a year before that happened, they got investors came in and bought the company from the original or from one of the relatives of the original Uh owner. His kids weren't going to be involved in it. His one son's literally a a brain surgeon. His daughter is a ballet dancer and he was older. So how much time did you have to decide? You know, it's funny. He actually talked to me about it down at a dealer conference in Orlando. And that was in February of 2012. My youngest son, I was coaching his baseball team, and 12U was like the big year for for that. It was a travel team. We'd had him since they were eight years old, nine years old. Mm. So I told him, "Let me think about it." I got back to him within about a week, and then I said, "I'll do it, but I can't do it till the end of baseball season."
0: Oh, okay.
2: So
3: That's I, cool. I went over in September, like 29th or 30th, was when I started there. When, once baseball season. The, regular season was finished
2: so you quit the job that you were i I gave
3: them about three months notice Mm -hmm. i told them hey everyone here (laughs) i I want to make a good transition for the incoming guy i loved the company i worked for i had so much fun it was the best job it was a sales job i handled delaware and maryland and
1: Mm.
2: all tires it was a
3: lot of fun like i literally sold tires to my friends i still have close relationships to a a number of the accounts that i
2: sure yeah
3: that i had it was, it was selling tires. So they friends. saw, they fun. got,
2: they pulled you in because they saw how good you were. Okay. So here's, here we're going with this. He saw somebody that this guy needs to get out. We need to bring in another partner because he's exiting. We need to bring in somebody that's going to be a good fit, fantastic work ethic, work ethic, somebody that we know that already knows part of the business. Um, and we can bring him up to speed on the other part of the business. We know this guy. We have a working relationship with him. We love this guy. We're going to bring this guy in. And everybody goes, oh, my God, Todd would be great. So that's kind of how it happened. It worked out very well. Yeah. yeah. So. It was
3: nice. Actually, the one that brought me in was the one that left.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. So he, he got, he he got his own in replacement. Him. That's
3: good.
1: Yeah.
2: That's very rare. It worked out <laughs> very yeah. well. That's right. <laughs>
3: yeah, that is a good story. And the <laughs> one that stayed... I absolutely love the guy. He's the hardest working guy <laughs> I've ever known. Great. You know, they say in every like partnership, yeah. one of them's the hardworking guy, the other one kind of just floats by. I'm the floater, apparently.
2: I'm not
3: buying that either. <laughs> Did is it like an even partnership then?
0: Like pretty yeah. much? Yeah, the two,
3: yeah. The, the two of us that remain, it's we're pretty much like in all decision making and stuff. It's actually mm-hmm. honestly, we've never had any issue with it. Right. So if one of us says what well, he's going to do, the other one well, that will back him. That's great because you hear so many.
0: Nightmare, right? horror yeah. stories. Absolutely. I knew
3: them though before I went there too. I had become that's friends with helps. them yeah. outside of work.
2: Right. So. Hmm. Yeah, so you had that relationship already and that's why it was such a good fit. And they yeah, he didn't ask that. me
0: to come. He said, you have to come. You have to come. It's, it's awesome. Uh, that's cool. Has the business really changed much since you've been there?
3: Yeah, it's, I mean, we've, I
0: mean, like what have you good? had to, What's sales that? we've climbed sales have been great did you have to change your like strategy at all or
3: i do things different but i didn't want to i didn't reinvent it i just right. took basically i hit a home run and i started at third base
2: so <laughs> that's good it's worked yeah. out well you got all those uh, those government contracts too with the uh, we do a lot of government a lot of government there. contracts for side of the road stuff with everyone
3: i've tried to talk trucks but i also had I had done that too at my old job. I had gone in and.
2: Yeah, there's that networking and all. You had those contacts already. So a um, lot of it, right? In that position, different contacts,
3: because I dealt with uh, the, like a level up at my old position, but different contacts. I would have, here I dealt with the local municipalities before I would have dealt directly with Dover. Right. Mm-hmm. Up there, so.
2: Hmm. Good stuff.
0: Now, if you were going back to what we're saying, like, Let's pick a younger man. Let's pick uh, somebody in their 30s or whatever. And they're thinking about starting a business. Obviously, you've done it. Around, you know, I have one and you've got we've several of us have done it now, but you've kind of done it more from you know, having so many employees and so on. But if, if somebody wanted to start one, a company, and they said, Todd, what's, what do you think I really should focus on? What's the most important thing I need? Control your expenses. <laughs> OK, so just have sales, a plan. Sales will come.
3: Control your expenses. Well, it's
0: funny you said that because one of the biggest problems I had was when I didn't. And it took me like, I don't know, five or six years and all of a sudden it caught up with me. And I realized, ooh, I needed an accountant. <laughs> you know, because I was just a, basically a one-man shop yep. with a few good employees. But that was a big stressor when I had to come up with that. In this industry, I don't want
3: to say pricing set because it's not. Because I can adjust and make my prices whatever I want them to be. If I make it too high, I'm not going to sell right. as much. If I make it too low, I'm not going to make enough, but I'll probably sell more. Yeah. But in this industry, like an oil change is, you've got a range. It's between 35 bucks and 40 bucks, you know, for just a regular yeah, sure. everyday oil chain. So it's not, you really just got to focus on your expenses. And then the other side of it in mind, it's it's a retail business and a commercial. Mm-hmm. We're 50 50 retail yeah, commercial. Yeah, you got several things going on there. So the easiest part of it is just, do what you'd want if you were in reverse roles. Well, actually, it's i so got a question, question for you now that I
0: hadn't thought of before, but how do you set your price points? Who decides that? I mean, what do you use to set it? Is it your gut? You know, I mean, no,
3: <laughs> no, you, I, I get a lot of information. You're in a
0: range, obviously. I have a
3: lot of friends in the industry, so I can call somebody and ask, what are you okay. charging for this, this, and this? And okay. even some of my competitors there, I'm friends with because they used to be yeah. my accounts and we'd go and talk to each other mm-hmm. on a, on a, literally a weekly basis. Okay.
4: So you're doing market surveys. And we send said but there, you're doing it internal market yeah. survey basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: You don't want to be the cheapest guy. You don't want to be the most expensive no, guy. You're and right. You got to just want spot. to be fair. Yeah.
1: Right. Does that change on a monthly basis or is it pretty
3: good? Six it's months? changed a lot in the last in the last two years it changed more than the previous eight.
2: Because your product costs more.
3: Yeah, because everything everything, crazy. Co- yeah. everything
2: costs more. Even to get the product to you. Costs more,
3: and then you learn lessons as you go. Good example, like a brake job. I do not let my guys buy the inexpensive brake parts. I would rather not get the business and have to explain to somebody the price rather than why they're back four times right, because right, right, right. I used an inexpensive product and it caused problems. And I'll I lose money the second time that goes in there, and I can't charge. Yeah, I didn't charge enough on the first job to make up for right. it. Yep. So I've, I've well, lost.
1: that's. And that comes down to you guys, management. You know, yeah. knowing that there's a value.
3: It's better to not do the work
0: uh, than than to do it. How did you set your that price was my points? biggest
1: problem price point? Oh my
0: gosh, yeah. Too it's low. amazing how much of a stressor that is. Yeah, you always well, push yourself, push you yeah, like, yourself too low, really and you God, can't make money.
1: Was the top guy on the price. Well, my biggest thing was I just didn't. You'd been in the industry for a while. Oh gosh, I've been in. I've been, <laughs> I've been a carpenter now for 35 years, but. It's just, you have to learn where that value is and you need to stick, stick with it to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, there's, there's good carpenters and then there's good (laughs) businessmen. And that was my biggest Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. I don't, I feel like I'm a pretty good carpenter, but I'm just a terrible businessman. When it came to like Mm -hmm. different things where it was like, um, change orders. Oh, no worries. Well, they were happy as can be coming out. I go back and figure out my numbers. I work for five hours an hour. Wow. Okay. You know?
0: Yeah. How long did you have it?
1: Before I went and worked for someone, it was twenty-two years, and then I worked for a company for eleven, and now I'm back out on my own. No kidding. I'm at back on my own, and I'm, I've learned a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, same thing. There's, do you want this now? I don't want it, and I'm at, mm-hmm. I'm in a whole different situation now. Right. Where you know, with kids are older you don't need certain things or you don't need the money to do that. And you just realize it's not worth it. It's not. It's if the biggest thing is just, you know, the callbacks and Mm. I never, and that was never my problem. Callbacks were never my problem, but it was just the, then it's like, Oh yeah, get Scott to do it. You know, he's Mm. gives you a great price. Well, (laughs) I did, but I just didn't make enough money doing it. Yeah, Yeah. That was my biggest problem. I mean, I think dealing with the customers loved it. I, I enjoyed that so much. And that's why I enjoyed working, For the, uh, I worked for a roofing company for 11 years before, just in the last four, I went back on my own. I I love dealing with the customers, but then people would say the first 22 would be like, well, Scott, you're designing this, you're, you know, you're doing everything. You're an interior designer. They would come in. What would you do? Well, I do this. Well, there's custom. there's contractors out there that would say, you want me to do that? Well, I'll get my guy in here to, to do that or we'll do it. And they charged. I just didn't see it that way. Right. Not to say that it was good, bad. It's just, it came down to, I just shortchanged myself a lot. Right. But that was all me. I mean, I
0: can't, I can't. Was it a pressure like, hey, I don't want to be the guy that looks like I'm ripping off people and I just, so I'm not going to go high. That, I've, the reason I'm asking that is I dealt with that. Well, I think that always
1: plays in the back of your mind, I think, in certain things. I don't believe, and please correct me if I'm wrong. I, I believe that the industries are different, that maybe the pricing was more consistent that you knew that you couldn't. In contractors, you had people out there that could do it for this amount and then you have people that is crazy depending on overhead and all all that kind of stuff and I don't know if that's a fair assessment or not but I just, that was my thing where it's like, oh, I could do it for this because I don't have five employees and I don't have a lady in the office making phone calls and an accountant to do this. I did it all myself and that was, That was the major problem, I think, for me. (laughs) Right. And there's there's a lot of people out there that can do that.
2: And then you also, when you when you do it that way and you think you can do a job in this amount of time, and and this is the price, and when you get into it, nothing always goes exactly right. You might be waiting on materials. There might be that change order, and you're like, okay. And next thing you know, it turned into 14 days, turned into 23 days and way more hours than you had billed for, booked for and you're still on that flat price. And every day you go past that 14 days- Yes, sir. You're losing money. Absolutely, you're 100% and
1: correct. And that's what
2: happens. You get your time.
1: But then you had people out there, the reason I would, and you're absolutely correct, and, and that's, you're talking directly to me, and that is exactly, but then there's other people out there that, I don't know, if, that I guess were better businessmen, they would say, look, we're running into this or we're using this material or this and that, and we're going to have to change that. I, I was just, I couldn't do it. Right, right. I, I mean, I could do it. I chose not to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and in turn, it just wiped me out. You know, it wiped me out. So,
4: Scott, question for you. So Certainly. So if there's a young carpenter out there, young tradesman, right, and they're trying to get their business off the ground, if there was one lesson that you took from trying to do it all yourself, and if you could hire one type of employee, what would have been to make, to make your life easier Absolutely. and to I, make I, your I business maybe.
1: I want to think about that. Probably an accountant, somebody that could deal with the.
0: The financials. The
1: financial part, because I do believe that's, I don't want to say that's the most important because it.
0: Well, I, it could get you in trouble pretty quick if you don't <sighs> have somebody that does, does it right.
1: Yeah. You know, I guess the,
2: it's only the most important if you want to be successful. Right? <laughs> Right. Absolutely. I if, you mean, don't absolutely.
1: Want, if you don't want to bury all yourself. Right.
0: We'll give you two two employees. Well, <laughs> I, I guess
1: it's just type of like just the, you know, the management type thing where I don't know if a manager in my situation would have been, I couldn't, you know, they probably would have made more money than I did.
0: To manage the project or to manage the office? The office. Yeah. There's,
1: there's, and I can only vouch for myself in terms of the work and, and all that. That was pretty. Right. That's what I enjoyed doing. The paperwork. Um, mm. Like meeting with the customers, loved it. Like when I would come home, uh, say, hey, babe, I got to go at six o'clock to meet people. I, I enjoyed doing that. But coming home and I would love it. Then coming home and getting the estimate out. Oh, my gosh. The worst. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> I thought you told me to take a week. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, and all apologetic. And yeah. instead of just, I have really no excuses. I have no real answer why other than. I mean, I guess it's taken me 61 years to realize it, that that's just not what I enjoy doing. It's mm. just
2: like a cop and you wanted to go out there and you, <laughs> you go to the crime scenes and you go and you, you, you do all the, the job, the part of that job, but then the paperwork. Absolutely. You had to get your paperwork in at the end of the night or whatever. And that's the worst part about it. And unfortunately, it's mostly
1: paperwork. <laughs> well, like you said, the, the thing is, well, again, I mean, you're right. It's the paperwork or, or having someone. And I never really had any problem. Well, I do have to say that I did have that little bit of a complex where it's like, nobody can do it better than I can. Or,
2: you know, if you want something done right, do it yourself. And
1: I don't, I don't believe
2: that anymore. You couldn't delegate, you couldn't delegate. You wanted to do everything so to make sure you had control and you knew it was going to be done right.
1: And I don't know if it was necessarily, I would say to you that I don't know if it was necessarily the control, but it must've been. I mean, I, I don't know what else I can, you know, when people say, I have two friends. One will tell me exactly what I want to know. I'm sorry that I, what I need to hear. And the other will tell me just what I'd like to hear. So when I would say that he would probably say, no, Scott, you had no faith in anybody where I'm like, Oh gosh, I trust everybody. Or Mm -hmm. this, I don't know if that's coming out right or not, but it was just, um,
3: yeah. yeah. I thought your second employee answer was brilliant. It was dead on. That's what you need. You need an accountant. You need somebody telling you, you got to make this amount. You got to, you know?
2: Yeah.
3: Like you really need to look at it, at the business, right. figure out what do I need to survive? You how can't much do, it do for I have that price. to make? You can't what kind do of it margin for that price. do I need? Right. Yeah. You've got healthcare, you've got business insurance, you've got all the expenses that go along with with doing it. You need that. And I I walked into that already there. It was easy for me. Sure. You said you need to make 40% was the margin we looked for. So it was easy for me to adjust to that kind of stuff. Without that, I can't imagine how difficult. It would be yeah, <laughs> like throwing darts, like throwing darts of,
2: in night. You know, you have no idea what you're going to make, or you're going to, you know. So you're just you're mm, just throwing it to the wind. But you're guessing. guessing. Spin your wheel. It and was guessing. You're guessing, and you're hoping it works out at the end during tax season that you made money.
3: Yeah, I have a friend that uh, is incredibly smart, analyzing numbers, figuring out what exactly this, what you need to make your business successful. And his father was a dentist. And he was doing okay, but he went into his dad's business and told him, you've got to do this, this, and this. You have to make this amount. And his dad's like, oh, we'll never survive. And There's no way <laughs> we can do that. But They did it, and it's been extremely successful for his dad. Wow. And yeah, it was, he, he, he was a business, he he USC he business. He he, yeah, He knew what he was doing. He went in and gave him, dad, you got to do this. I'm not telling you you should. I'm telling you, you got to do this. You have to,
2: yeah.
1: I agree.
3: And in my industry, I've seen it other ways where businesses, especially family-owned businesses, because it gets harder there. Yeah, they're just it, yeah. not well, going to be as savvy. They're not going to.
2: And they make decisions emotionally a lot of times. Yeah. Instead of financially so, and data-driven. They,
3: a consultant came in and said, you guys need to charge this amount, their labor rates here, you need to charge this amount to do what you guys are doing. If you want to keep the employees that you have, you know, the, yeah. your expenses, you got, they are what they are now at this point for them. So they're either going to cut employees or they're going to charge more. So the way that they handled it was they split their labor rate into quarters. And they started doing, instead of an hour, hour and a half, pretty rare for a ah, quarter, yeah. they split it into quarters. Huh. And it made a big difference. So People didn't see the huge number, but they still charged the same amount. And, right. And That's it was, cool. and, and, and same thing. They didn't think there's no way we can charge as much. It was on the Eastern Shore. Hmm. so they're thinking we oh, can't Maryland. charge that much. Yeah.
0: they yeah. did it. Yeah.
3: Customers didn't blink. So And it was just being told, you guys, if you want to survive,
0: (laughs) this is where you need to be. Well, there's a huge challenge when you come in and you're starting it by yourself. You know, it's just. No doubt about it. You're trying to establish price points. You're trying to establish what's your labor cost. I wanted to pay the best labor cost in that industry. I didn't want to pay the cheap guys because I thought I won't get good ones. Well, I probably went to the extreme though. So I ended up making very little for the company <laughs> cuz it was all going to labor it was a good intentions but it wasn't helping the survivability of the business and it took probably 4 or 5 years to figure that out and i never did quite get to where it should be until covid hit that was my other m- mistake was i didn't have enough diverse clients so my company couldn't survive i had a security company but my company couldn't survive it could, it did, it did actually survive, but it barely. And all our clients were considered non-essential. And of course, you know, they were all being shut down. So that made it really tough then. But that was my mistake, you know, <laughs> live and learn. Well,
2: you know who doesn't really need any advice or an accountant? His name is Joe Rogan, who just signed a $250 million <laughs> contract doing, with where Spotify. Doing what we're doing right now. What the heck? Spotify, $250 million. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. We'll right, take, pick a mistake.
4: We'll, we'll take 10% of that. Yeah, yeah.
2: One. Hey, I'll take we're, one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're up for that. Big guy number one, big guy number two, <laughs> big guy number three. What, what would you think is your biggest mistake since you've been there? If you've made any that you can remember. Oh, today or? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, well, this uh, week. What, like, where we going I, What now? haunts you or what did <laughs> haunt you? I guess this is the I'm
3: here. He said. <laughs> I, learn, I learn every day. Yeah. Like literally every single day.
0: The, la- the, bi- the last
3: big mistake that I made is I didn't fire a guy fast enough.
0: That's a big mistake. And it
3: really caused an issue. It, he was I a, get it. He was a cancer to the company and the other it affected the other guys.
0: Mm. And yeah. I let
3: it drag on and I knew that it was coming to an end soon for him because he was doing something else. But I let it drag on and drag on and it's a great lesson. It will never happen again.
1: Yeah, but do you think you had to learn that to now the next time it'll be easy? It's hard.
2: Oh, it'll be easier next time see, I'll see it. and. The question is, did he get unemployment insurance? Did he get unemployment? Or did you fight It's it? Delaware. Um, I'm not gonna win. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He didn't Forgot. kill anybody. I he mean, just didn't
3: do his job and yeah. never made it to work on time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Did you see Elon Musk is apparently talking about pulling his corporation because he's incorporated, I believe, out of Delaware. Delaware. Yeah, they told him how much he can make or not make. For the, ju- his the some judge, some federal judge said he could, you can't. You can't make fifty-eight billion. Yeah,
3: fifty-fifty-five million. Yeah, and they w- said w- no. W- it,
2: yeah, exactly. Was, I think it was fifty-eight. Yeah, but yeah, they said no. You can't. You can't get that kind of money. And and he's like, what? I am Tesla. It's Delaware. I'm, yeah, I'm. Yeah. So he, he. Yeah. So he says, okay. Well, I got you. I'll bring my my business right to Texas, where it is anyway.
0: Yeah, he doesn't mess around.
2: No. And you know, know, (laughs) that, that decision, that $58 million will cost them so much money. I hope it does. In taxes, unrealized taxes that they're going to lose from him pulling that out and making it in taxes. Unbelievably stupid.
0: Do you have like a set like um, where you, you, in this type of industry, I don't know if you do this or not, but you know how they say, you know, you should always go in there and every employee should, you got to, Put down the expectations and you know they're evaluated that way Did, does yours really work that way no. or is it kind of like you just do your job or show up and do your job <laughs> it's not all
3: written and yeah. it's not that formal right right i mean the level that i'm hiring for right inside tire changing they don't have many options yeah they've already worked at amazon and it didn't work out yeah
0: yeah
3: fast food's paying enough to where they could <laughs> yeah maybe survive now i think it's like 14 an hour or something like that but at the level i pay them i pay them well enough i pay for their health insurance that's big. i give yes, them that's huge a 401k huge. i give them a profit sharing yeah that's great but they don't have a whole lot of other options so when they come in you know learn the business i i don't even give like annual reviews i give them raises sure every couple of years sometimes economy yeah driven
1: Certain jobs, like if you have somebody that changes, like is a do they get paid on their service? Like if he does a brake job for somebody or will change, do they get a percent? Yeah, that's
3: mechanical okay. side. Oh, I that's was not just okay. talk about the tire side, they're oh, hourly. Okay. I pay them, so nothing for a tire, tires or are just an hourly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pay them per hour, not per It'd be so hard to keep up with that. Yeah, I'm sorry, you do that on the mechanical side, the side though? though. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I can track all the hours and stuff right through the computer. No, it's hourly still
0: through the mechanical side or? Yeah, I I
3: pay them for what they do. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, because it's billable. And that's incentive. You know, if you're going to do X, Y, Z to a car, you know, that's.
0: You have. We, you already know that's going to
2: take you. That's going to cost you. Right. No, or you're going to charge for three hours for that particular type of service, and if he can do it yeah. in two, yeah, you're still billing for three hours because that's the going rate for that type of service. Exactly. So you build. So he. It's already in the system for how much he's billing for that particular job.
0: Because
2: yeah, so he can hours bill are built in
3: more yeah. hours than he works uh, and makes and makes money decent money. I mean, yeah, a so good, yeah. good mechanic. My head mechanic made around hundred ten thousand. How does warranty work? Last year, it depends. It depends on what it Hmm. on. Obviously, if if it's a part, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You explain. I can go to the parts, the distributor, and go after at least cash up to where I pay my mechanic. Gotcha. I had to pay him out of pocket. I don't make money on it, but I can keep him whole and the customer happy.
1: Sure. So that's really so. If it's a if it's a part issue, you, you're cool with that. But what if it is a workmanship issue?
3: Then I have them fix it. Right.
2: Cool. It's tough to figure it out, though, if it was a workman. And then, unless he forgot to put the oil in the car. I mean, Oof. don't say that. Right?
0: <laughs> it's everybody's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I did. Uh, I, drove, I drove off the lot when the dealer, I won't mention the dealer's name, and uh, just turned on to Bill Air Road and my tire fell off. <laughs> They
3: Is that right? Oh, that's another nightmare. Turn on the, the Bellator. Bell Turn on up the Bellator Road.
0: Yeah, we, yeah. we won't
2: mention who it was, but we turned on the Bella <laughs> Road. Right, right at Hartford exactly. Road.
0: Right. Close. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was like, they like, what may the, or the may not give you free car watches. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they came with, how so so that. How so did that happen? I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? How did <laughs> <how> that <laughs> happen? <So laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that too. It's my tire.
4: So Todd, as a as a small business owner, what what would you tell politicians that they need to think about um, as far as small businesses right now in this current environment? What what can they do to help you? Our current politicians hate small
3: businesses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they literally need them, but mm-hmm. they hate them.
0: Yeah, but why? It's so why evident. do they hate them? Yeah, why would you? Say what that? is the? Is it just or they, they try to tax you out of business? That's exactly right. Why? What benefits do they have? Because they're not that smart.
3: Because they Is know they can get the money stupid. from them. And that yeah. guy's going to figure out how to make it work. Mm-hmm. But you, don't you have, can't do that to the general you don't public. Have to, you, you can't just tell the general, you owe this amount. They're just not going to pay it. And the big
4: corporations can get,
3: get around, around it. Yeah, they, they're they in the
2: pockets of yeah, the yeah, exactly. politicians. Get around it, yeah.
3: With what they did to small businesses with health care, it doubled overnight. Right. When Obamacare hit, or it went we went from seventy thousand dollars to one hundred forty thousand dollars expense, in overnight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and you can't write that off. Yeah, right. Yeah,
3: <sighs> that yeah. They need to How fix that. That's that the up. one thing. Seriously, that's what I would say. And and that's Self-care. what makes me so angry with the Republican Party. They had the House, they had the Senate, right. and they had the White House. They blew it, and they didn't fix it. They didn't even have a solution for it. They didn't
2: even. They After all even get all that moaning, right?
3: They didn't have a solution.
2: Not only did they not have a solution, they even tried a float it one. couldn't even repeal yeah. the screw-up. They didn't. Exactly. That's all uh, they that's, that's all they, all had they to do. needed to do. If
3: they would have just done that. Yeah. Hmm. There weren't people dying on the streets prior to that. It wasn't what... John McCain. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that is my biggest expense. Employee expense. Healthcare. Yeah. 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 Other than, obviously, salary. Sure. It's more yeah. than my rent. It's more than... Hmm. It's more than any other expense. My business, my payroll insurance, ta- Payroll my, tax. It, it's it's way bigger than
0: payroll. Just tax. imagine yeah. how small businesses, especially, would flourish if they just fixed it. If they could just, it would be like Take away some of the regulations. People would hire healthcare. additional
3: help. Yeah, because you're limited. You're controlling your expenses. You can't hire as much help as you really right. probably need. When, one guy's sick at my work. It affects everybody. It's a tough Ugh. day. It's a tough week.
2: Well, weren't, weren't, weren't some vacation. businesses to get mm. around that? We're, were cutting people from full time, from forty hours to I think they had to get it under to twenty nine hours because it was because they changed yeah. the rules. He changed the rules from forty hours to being th- full time thir- to thirty. Yeah, thirty. So now you so yes. to now you cut them to twenty nine hours. Yeah, and to, but then you know what? I'm, I still got to give my guys livable. I understand. Uh, they still, Got to be able to survive. I understand. I'm not saying yeah. you, but that's what other businesses had to do in order because the, their business would go bankrupt. You you were able to make it work. And that's what most people try to do. But there's some businesses that cannot. Yeah. With, with the way that their business is set up or whatever they're doing, they had to. They also everybody. had
3: it on the number of employees that you had. We're so, I mean, uh, was 13 it employees. It was over or 13 f- of us, total. Wasn't it so. over 50? Yeah. I think that so was the 50, number
2: 50. Exactly. Why do I know that stupid stuff? I don't know why. Yeah,
3: it was 50. I think it was 50.
2: Yeah.
3: Full time. And then they yes, changed yeah. it to where guys could do the part time, but they addressed that too. They, they, then yeah. they started adding part time stuff together wow. to get you over the 50. Wow. To force them. Yep. They were doing yeah. it.
1: They were trying would, to Kevin
0: would have been great to have here tonight because that literally. Well, I was just going to say, what yeah. I mean, affected we're, him? guys were basically out of time, but. We could have this conversation for a long time. And I think it's important, not just because it's interesting, but there are a lot of people out there trying to figure out what to do right now. And, you know, we just got to talk about it because when you're out there winging it on your own, you're going to make mistakes, you know, and and some of them's fine, you know, it's learning experience, but some of them are costly and they can cost you your business. They can cost you everything. Cash. Hire an accountant. Cash. Yeah, hire the accountant. (laughs) first hire. Yeah. First guy. After. Really, like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But now, I'm glad you were here. Thanks for coming. Yeah. And uh we will have this conversation even further because I want to go more into at least some point, you know, what are some of the other options, obviously, than a business like yours where, like I mentioned, you know, these entrepreneurs or solopreneurs that are out there and I'd like to talk to a few of them, some of them are doing very, very well. Now, it's not, it's a small percentage, you know. And you'll see, you go online, you'll see these people promising, oh, you can make this, you know. Now, how many times have they failed before they exactly were doing very, very well? Or they're they, saying, basically, just to get you to sign up and buy something, you know, and that, that people fall into that trap. But it can be good. It can be a good thing. But um, anyway, so we should continue the conversation at another point, Scott. Yeah, you know, Sure. Very valid input, input <laughs> there. So, and uh, we will continue it. Anything else before we go?
4: That's informative for me. I've never owned a business. I've always wanted to,
0: but um, you should. But (laughs) But yeah, really, we all should because you don't. I I couldn't couldn't work for somebody again. Ah, I literally
3: could not work for someone again.
4: Yeah, I'd love to get out. I'm good with numbers. I'm a a good math guy. Yeah, but I'm not necessarily a good budget guy and good business budget guy. So that would be that was insightful for me
0: to hear today. Well, that's actually. To sum it up, I think that's the best point: is you got to know your weaknesses. You got to know that, and or accept it, and then hire Absolutely. or bring in somebody that'll help you on those spots because that's where you will probably have your problem. Good accountant, good attorney. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, too. yeah. I had a. Uh, I can't count how many nights I'd, I'd lay there thinking, "Oh God, I got to make payroll." You know, it's, it's it was horrible. It was horrible. I mean, it, don't don't get me wrong. It's there's a lot of good to owning your own business you know it's it was worth it in a way you had, yeah, paid, were, you had to get paid you had to get very the, stressful you had to get paid by the client to pay to make payroll. yeah it was uh, the, get the I money get, from the guarantee, client it, most of the times that i was stressing it was because the client that's why I it said wasn't it. that they weren't paying but they weren't paying fast enough mm-hmm. when they were supposed to pay <sighs> it was killing me right. you know what because <laughs> everybody else is the, everybody on. else is expecting them that's about. the yeah.
3: whole reason yeah. i do retail yeah retail side is the cash flow for the business that's good point the commercial is by far more fun deal with the same people all the time uh
0: more profitable but retail uh
3: well it would have been fun
0: having kevin here because he definitely would have some more insight but we wouldn't have heard as much from you so i'm glad (laughs) we had the opportunity so thanks again and uh, i guess we'll see all you guys next week very good all right hey you've been listening to the all red white and blue podcast It's engineered and recorded by Josh Miller. Please subscribe and comment so you don't miss any future episodes. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back with you again next week.